Hello and welcome back to livealittlehigher.com. Today we restart learning Pirkei Avot with chapter 5, Mishnah 19, where it says any love that depends on a specific cause, when that cause is gone, the love is gone. But if it does not depend on a specific cause, it will never cease. What sort of love depended on a specific cause? The love of Amnon for Tamar, and what did not depend upon a specific cause? The love of David and Jonathan. So Rabbi, Rabbi Tversky, in his, in his book, Visions of the Fathers, come, comes to tell us, he says, Come world, open your ears to the truth. Divest yourself of your muddled thinking and bring some sanity into your lives. Come to the fountain of truth, the teachings of ethics of the fathers. How can you expect to communicate effectively and have healthy relationships when you are not even aware of the meaning of the word you are using? This Mishnah, he says, is nothing more than a dictionary. A dictionary that defines the word love. So we use the word love so much in our lives. I love this, I love that, I love you. But really, do we really know what love means? What it really means to love? So there's a story of Rabbi Mendel of Kosk that he saw a young man uh, really, really enjoying a piece of fish. He was eating it like if it was the last meal on earth. And he asked him, why are you eating fish? And the, and the young man was taken aback by the question of the Rebbe. And he says, oh, but because I love fish. And, and so the Rebbe says, and it is because you love the fish so, so much that you killed it and cooked it and you're eating it. If you would really love the fish, you would throw it back in the water and let it live. So the, this is interesting because it really shows that sometimes our love is a very selfish love. We do it because it, it brings me pleasure, because it's gratifying to me. But really, it's not because I really love the, the object or the person which I say I love. So you love yourself, young man, said the Rebbe, of course, and because the fish gratifies your appetite, you killed it and you ate it. You're not eating fish because you love fish, you're eating fish because you love yourself. So our, our civilization is awash with love, in love, but nevertheless, marriages are in decline. We see more divorces than ever. And we see relationships that go on and off like, like this. What's wrong? Do people really don't understand what love means? I remember many years ago, I read uh, a meme somewhere that they asked this elderly couple how they were able to survive for so many years together. How, how did they were able to keep the love going? And the, the, the man responded, he says, because in, your in my time, there was no dispo disposables. There was no concept of disposable. There was nothing disposable. You had what you had, and if it got ruined, you had to fix it. That was the way it was. You had a car for 30 years, and you got the motor didn't run, or this part didn't work. You would just get the new part and fix it. But today, the, the mentality of people is everything is disposable. So if it doesn't work, you throw it away, you get a new one. 
This is the mentality. In our days, we couldn't go and throw it away and get a new one. We just had to have what we had. So we made it work. So this is really love. This is really what it means to, it's devotion. It's, it's, it's belief in, in, in what you have. So our civilization today, it's, it's sad, but we have this fish love. This is how we live now. I have this wife because I love the way she makes me feel. And this is a very low level of love because this is the way she makes me feel. This is why I love her. But what happens if one day she doesn't make you feel that way? Then what? You're not going to love her anymore? So the concept of love in Judaism is really a very different uh, concept of what really love means. Uh, it is based in the use, use in regard to the love for God, of God, uh, which is something that is defined as devotion. The, the Jewish people are, 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 are uh, married to God. The Jewish people are the woman and God is the, the, the male part of the, of the marriage. And it's a relationship in which we do things for Hashem, because, not because we like to do them, because he, this is what He likes. And this is the high level of love. It's because, because I, you I love. It's not I love you. I love you is very selfish. It's I love you. I, whatever you make me feel, that's why I love you. But the, the true, the highest level of love is you I love. It's not about me. It's about you. It's about making you happy. It's not about making myself happy. Because when I make you happy, then I'm happy. It's not a selfish love. It's, it's an altruistic way of love. So he says here that, of course, in marriage, the relationship does bring gratification to people. Obviously, when you have a beautiful home and you have shalom bait in your house and you love your husband, it's going to bring gratification. It does bring gratification, but it's a devotion type of gratification. You have gratification because the other person is well, because the other person is feeling good. This is the gratification you get. But it's not a selfish gratification about how I feel. And, um, and it's really, it's important also how you feel. But when you make the other person important, and for you, his well-being is more important than your well-being, then that's true love. So when the love is of the devotion type, says Rabbi Tursky, it is much more likely that each partner will be more tolerant if the other displeases them in any way. In a self-oriented relationship, on the other hand, sacrificing one's comfort for the other partner is really unlikely. And people will not do it. If, if this person makes me uncomfortable, then I don't want to be with them anymore. They're disposable. So the Mishnah wisely cites an example of self-oriented love as the passion of Amnon for Tamar. Amnon was one of uh, King David's sons and Tamar was his daughter. They were half brother, half sister. And um, Amnon had a very intense lust for Tamar. She was a beautiful woman. She was very beautiful. And uh, he raped her. And the in interesting thing is that after he raped her, he hated her. He loved her to death before. But after he had what he wanted, after he was self-gratified, he hated her. He despised her. So we see here that when we love because it's for us, then it's not an everlasting love. And it can even go the other way. According to the Kabbalists, the feeling of love is a derivative of the divine emanation of love and kindness, of hesed. 
and Hesed is a, is a supreme importance in Judaism like we know by Kabbalah that there's two forces in the world two main forces that run the world which is love and fear of God love and fear this is the two forces of the world and love is a very important aspect of the world the the patriarch that personifies Hesed is our patriarch Abraham Avinu and he's, uh, he's cited as a pillar of, of kindness. And we see that the, the intent in bringing the world into existence was also because of Hesed. God created the world because of his kindness. This is the reason he created the world. He wanted to give us a gift, the gift of being close to him. And this is why he created the world. So the divine Hesed is described as Hesed of Emet Truth, Truth, and inasmuch as God is perfect and has no personal needs, his chesed is true and absolute devoid of any self-interest. Hashem is, he will be, and he was the same Hashem before us, after us. Nothing changes him. It doesn't face him. But in, 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 in ourselves, he gives us the opportunity to come close to him so we can experience godliness. This is his kindness. It is not for him, it's for us. So Abraham also, who is a divine emanation of, of, of hesed, of kindness, his true hesed was because he did nothing that went against Hashem. He did everything for God. He did it with love and he abstained from idol worship. This is the biggest kindness, the best, biggest love he could give Hashem in a world where everybody was an idolater. We have to think of the times he lived in. So, so we see here that there later are nothing but the attempt of man to sanction gratification of his animal impulses by creating an authority that condones them, the worship of idols and the void of devotion. So Abraham Avinu went against his nature, went up against his nature and he connected to Hashem's nature. And by doing this, that's why he personifies kindness. Because he did everything for God. God told him, Lech lecha, leave your house, leave your father, leave, uh, leave the place you live and go to a place I'm going to show you. He didn't even tell him where he was going. Nothing. He just took off because he did it out of love for God. He just wanted to bring joy to God. He didn't do it for himself. He did it for Hashem. So then we see another aspect of love that is the love of David and Jonathan. And uh, as we know, Jonathan was the son of King Saul who tried to kill King David, David because he was going to be the next king. And they were very good friends. They, they were loving friends. And the, 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 we see from here that Jonathan saved David from his father. He knew that David was going to be the next king and not him. And nevertheless, because he really knew that David was supposed to be the king. He knew this was what God wanted and he didn't go with what he wanted. He was able to show this, this uh, level of love. And we see that it was not for self-gratification. It was to give gratification to Hashem. So we see from here, from this Mishnah, that we see the true love that, that really is a love of giving, a love of, of, of more from us out than from out in. This is true love. And when you are able to live in this way, then the love that is outside really comes into you. It's a, a two-way street. So I leave you here. I wish you a blessed week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you. 